Welcome to Finding the Others with me, Neil Omurku, and my co-host, Brian Penny. Right. Um, yeah. Let's get your opinion on this. Right, so it's a little struggle. It's a it's a minor struggle that I, I'm having at the moment, right? And it really taps into this doing versus non-doing kind of a thing because we have to do. Yes, like, it's, not about, to, yeah, it's yeah. not about non-doing. No, Putting the work no. in is yeah. crucial, right? So I went on holidays, I'd say nearly just over three weeks ago now. And I was having a little battle before I went on the holiday. How much doing will I do on the holiday? Yeah, I, yeah. I wanted to go on runs. I wanted yeah. to do. He says, "No, let's just switch off." But yeah. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call myself out here. I wasn't really gonna switch off. I was gonna go on runs. Yeah. And then uh, life got in the way, so I found this beautiful. You seen the picture yes, on it on Instagram? Beautiful uh, picture. This little run I found it was amazing. Second day into the holiday, I was at a water park and uh, with me partner's daughter, and I whacked me ribs or bruised me ribs. Couldn't run for the rest of the week. Right. I. Since uh, I got a little bit of a knee niggle and at the end of that holiday and um, I went out golfing. I was back, just about to step into my exercise routine again. I went out golfing there the other day and I twisted something in my back. So I haven't exercised now in three weeks, which is a long, long time for me. And because I wasn't exercising, when I'm not exercising, uh, my nutrition goes a little bit off kilter as well. I mean, my nutrition is a little bit off kilter and I'm not exercising because I've got barely for exercise. My sleep is a little bit off kilter. So all of a sudden I've been most out of my routine than I have been in years. Now I know I'm I'm gonna get back into it. Um, it's probably that belief that yeah. helps me to to yeah. know that that's gonna happen. And it's just it's 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 a learning for me. I knew the power of routine, but I'm I'm feeling a little bit agitated. My partner's even she were last she was slagging me last night. So I feel a bit more together than you right now. I says you're loving that, aren't you? And uh, what's called it? And, uh, and she can sense it in me as well. And I feel off kilter, and I know I have to go back into my routine, and I'm gonna get military about it again. And even that word I use that word military. And it's where's the balance in the doing? Like, imagine you didn't do the, uh, the your routine for a month yeah. or two months. Like, it's 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 a funny one, isn't it? It's a funny yeah. paradox. And there's a lot in that. Mm. There's a lot in that. One of the things that struck me when you were saying that, um, you know, it's it, for me. It comes back firstly to the intention. So you're going on your holidays. So I'm going away for a week mm. now, a little bit, and I'm struggling to set my intention for that week. And by intention, I mean, you know. In one way, what, what do I want to get from the experience? And if there's always this struggle in me about am I am I going on a holiday and pu- putting all the stuff away, you know, or am I going on a holiday and doing some work and going on a you know? So that, that's the first thing for me is trying to figure out that intention. And I, I love what you said there that you had you had the holiday idea in your mind, but beneath that you, you're still going to you want to do the running and all that kind of stuff. And I think that this is where this is where the overlap kind of is difficult sometimes because the work I do doesn't really seem like work to me. Yes, yes, yes. You know, it yeah. doesn't, it's really yeah. how I, it's how I live. I was talking <laughs> to Josie, my wife this morning and we were talking about how, we were talking about the events over the weekend and how really, it doesn't feel like we're, it feels like we're just sharing how we live with people and hoping they get some benefit from it. So it's kind of difficult because I find it hard to yeah, separate to the, to that. the two of them. Yeah. You know, so where I'm on holiday, does it mean that I don't do my breathing practice, my meditation, my cold? And it doesn't really, because if I don't do those things, for me, the, I know the practice for you is, the key thing for you is your physical, you know, the movement, you know, that kind of health fitness part of it. And nearly everything comes falling out of that. Your nutrition improve, you know, everything is that balance when you have that. For me, it's the non-negotiables. 
have to do my breathing, have to do the meditation, and have to be in the cold. Right. They're the three things that keep me in balance. Now, like most people, I don't get it all. I don't get them all done all the time, but I know that if I get them done, no matter what happens, I'm okay. The yeah. challenge is when it doesn't happen, you know, and I, sometimes it, it doesn't happen, you know, it doesn't happen all the time. And for me, I see it like, like um, an experiment. So when it doesn't happen, what happens to me? You know, and can I use the things I've been practicing in the moment to deal with me being out of balance, you know? Yeah. But, but the other part of it there, which I really kind of, you were very observant. You said you, you injured yourself on the slide. Yeah. Then you injured your knee, you know, and then your, your, your injury from the golf. And really what, really what the breathing practice does and the cold does is it helps us listen to our body more. Yeah. So for me, hearing you tell that story, it's like, listen to what your body is saying. My ma said this, was yeah. your body was telling you to chill the hell Exactly. Out. And yeah. that sometimes is the overriding <clears throat> factor. So sometimes I have to say, look, you know, you're, you've done two events today. You know, it's late at night. You're not getting into the ice bath. And then there's this struggle. Yeah, but you have to get into the ice bath. You yeah. know, but I've got much better at listening to my body and say, I'll get in, in the morning. Letting go. Exactly. Because there is a little expectation. I feel just the way that the kind of person I am that I have to really understand the depths of the breathing and the cold and the mind for me to guide people through the experience. I really have to be in the depths there, you know, experiencing it. So I know what they're going through. I know it. So the practice of it is really important to me. So then if I don't get to practice in that day, it's feeding into this idea that, you know, yeah, but you're meant to be kind of walking the walk, not just, you know, so, yeah. so that's, and that's where for me, that's where the practice of the surrender has to be. I'm testing myself. Can I do it to the thing that I really think is important? You know? yeah. And of course that, you know, when you do let go and you just say, okay, look, you don't have to get into the ice bath tonight. It's, it's grand. That's okay. Yeah. It, but it's listening to the body. The body, and as you know, the body has given us all types of signals all the time. And yeah. We're very good at ignoring them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and 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 there's 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 a, there's a, there's even another there's another level in there as well, isn't there? Like there's just this knowing that when you're off course, like when I I haven't got there. I, I, I'm in a really good place the last few years, a really really good place. I know I'm gonna get back into my routine. I feel strong mm. in that. But if I was fighting that and I I didn't want to get back into it, and there's some kind of rationalizations going on there, I'd spot that from a mile away. And that's when the real trouble is. And that's why, yeah. right, what's going on under the surface? Yes. What is driving your yeah. lack of motivation within that yeah. as well? Because as you said, you so, so beautifully put it there a few minutes ago, it's like, it's what you do. It's what you love doing. It's your life. There's an yeah. overlap with that. So all of a sudden, if you don't want to be doing these things, that's that's what that's when you have to get into the deeper stuff. Yeah. Then what's pulling you off course? Yeah. Like you know. Yeah, I think that's a, a thing that all of us struggle with, and people yeah. listen to struggle. You know, we all have an idea in our minds of what works well for us. You yeah, know, the good things that we need to do in order to have an enriched life. Yeah, but there's always a, a battle over them. Yeah, you know, there's always a battle. You know, and and I suppose as you said there. For anyone listening who's like, okay, look, I'm struggling with trying to get my fitness going. I'm struggling with trying to get a meditation practice going. You know, it's a struggle for everyone. Yeah. And, and sometimes recognizing that's okay. Like, you know, this person is struggling. He's also struggling, you know, uh, but it's, it's finding the way 
to maybe look at the struggle and see what's behind the struggle mm. and maybe find a way to kind of, you know, what, you know, how can I change the root cause of the struggle? Yeah. Instead of being on the, at the superficial struggle all the time. Yeah, str- pushing against it, yes. like the opposite of it. You're just pushing, pushing, yeah. pushing, Which pushing. takes so much energy. The amount of energy you do doing that, you would have had the practice done. (laughs) That's it. And it's inevitable that will fail. Like there's only so much of that you can do. And and that, that really brings, brings it into it as well. Like it's, it's like, it's intrinsically motivating and reinforcing. Like I miss running. Yeah. I miss the, 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 if I'm not doing my visualization technique, there's an element of it that I just miss. Yeah. And all of these good practices when I'm not eating healthy, even though, sugar tastes bloody well good yeah. I miss eating healthy I miss yeah. that life free feeling so it's like find what works for you and I think that's the key piece and I, I think for some people struggling out there as well is like patience is a key piece mm-hmm. as well it's like looking for it looking for the things that really hook you in yeah. that you intrinsically enjoy naturally enjoy don't make them too hard don't try to set up big huge tasks yeah. for yourself make them easy and let it build over time from there I think momentum is, the, is, is yeah. get, get some kind of small momentum and let that build and let it compound over yeah. time and you're right and it's and again it goes back to the idea that our society is built on wanting more all the time yeah and but it, within that we have to be kind to ourselves yeah you know our, whatever practices that we need to feel balanced you know, they're there to enrich our lives. So we have to be kind. Yeah. So, and by kind, I mean, you know, encourage yourself. Don't, don't set these huge impossible goals. Like when I first started teaching all this stuff, I used to say to people like, you know, at the beginning, you're kind of a little bit kind of fundamentalist, you know, and I'd say to people, okay, you have to be spending 10 or 15 minutes, 20 minutes breathing every day. You know, that's just, you have to do it. And what I realized, no, I mean, when I, <laughs> obviously we breathe all the time, but I mean, it's consciously breathing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what I realized over the years was that that doesn't really work for most people. You know, for me, it's my obsession. So it's kind of easy to kind of practice mm. it. So, so the Blissful Breath is a book I wrote in, and it came out in March. And the whole idea of that was that even one minute or two minutes mm. or three minutes of breathing is enough. You know, yeah. and what I find was that if somebody picks up the book and they read it like a little part of it and they do the breathing exercise in it, and it's one minute or two minutes, they feel different after one or two minutes. And maybe they continue on and say, geez, I'll do another couple of minutes. Or maybe that's enough. Mm. You know, and as you said, these small little steps, they build over time and the person's kind of confidence grows in their ability to do the practice and they're, you know, and they can feel the changes rather than how I used to do it, which was like, you do your 20 minutes and of course most people can't get to 20 minutes they won't they won't find 20 minutes and then they're beating themselves up he said i have to do 20 minutes and then it becomes this cycle of unwinding the the good feeling you know instead of building the good feeling yourself for not doing it instead of they they, they forget about the kindness element of that it it, has really the the momentum thing is so uh, i love to do a little thought experiment now we could both do it now and now in a sec ourselves each of us but um i love this idea the power of momentum and those baby steps that you said yeah because i remember hearing this like you can stop it you have a a, a hundred ton train yeah and if that's parked stopped you can stop that with a little two by four by just putting it against the wheel the train cannot budge no matter how much power goes behind that like from a starting point that little bit of two by four will stop that train yeah but if you put up a concrete wall in front of that 100 foot train and it has momentum behind it 
it won't even notice the wall. Yeah. It will go right through it's it. Smashing through Momentum it. is so yeah. powerful. So it's like, how do we give people that momentum? Because I feel very grateful for the fact that I've built up this momentum. And even though I've had yeah. three weeks of injuries, I've just fully, full belief in the fact that I'm just going to be back on track. It's literally yeah. just a matter of time. I'm going to get back in for tomorrow. And I know if something else jumped in, even if I got injured for a year, I would I would navigate that in a certain yeah. way and have the belief behind that. But it's that intrinsic love and obsession of the of, yeah. the, of the of the work that I love. So I'm starting to think, and let's say somebody is listening to this now and they're saying, right, that's brilliant. I'd love to do the baby steps. But if we were, we were doing a thought experiment with this, and let's say you had a client that's really struggling with yep. this, let's say I have a client as well, and for the sake of the savior of the world, yep. right? So the world yep. is going to end unless we give this person <laughs> this, to, to, get, to bring them to that, that place. What what would you do? Like you had all the time in the world, all the resources in the world. I know it's a thought experiment that's out there. It can't really yep. happen. But what where, where would you go to on that? I think... Th- there's two kind of elements and I'd love to hear your thoughts on yeah. this as well. Two elements that I think are, are kind of essential, which is, first one is, it's it's small bits consistently. Yeah. So at a small amount of time, even if it's to save the world and even if we have all the time in the world, let's start, even if say, not even, let's say it's not even one of my practices, let's say it's not breathing or the cold or meditation, let's say it's kind of uh, fitness or something. Even starting with five minutes, three minutes, just do a hundred press-ups or whatever it is. Yeah. Every day, consistently, small little bits. But then the next part of that is finding the little point in the day that's, that it suits so it can stick. Yeah. So for example, I get up, I sit myself and Juicy set the alarm early. So we get up before all the children get up. And that's our point in the day where we do our breathing and we do a few other, like getting the ice bath and that kind of stuff. And that works for us. And we know it's like just, we don't even think about it. It becomes habit because we get up and do it. But not everyone is a morning person, but just finding the point in the day and and that's saying, okay, at X o'clock, I do my two minutes of whatever it is. Yeah. And then that starts to form this kind of, it's just what we do. Yeah. What, what, do we, what would you say? What would just, you do? Well, that, I think that's that the most fundamental piece that you've said there and that's definitely where I'd go. There's a couple of other things that, that jump into mind and I think when we think of we like something, mm-hmm. we get, we, we, we enjoy doing stuff. Basically what we're saying is even at a biological level we're getting a dopamine hit after yeah. we do it. It's pleasurable. We like it. It's rewarding and that's what makes us do it again. So what's not rewarding is an hour run. Yeah. <laughs> it's not rewarding. So we need to, remi- so as you said, consistent small things, finding the time of the day when it works so it fits into the routine. Then massaging as we go, like making us like it as much yes. as we can. So like, yes. if you're like, oh, that's not really de- de- vibing with me, right, get rid of it. Try something else. Yep. And keep on massaging it until you find yes. something that you like. And if it gets to the stage where like you're trying to perfect this perfect personal growth routine and you're, you're not getting there because you don't like them things, well, maybe that's not even for you just get to the level that you can get yeah. to of something that actually sticks yeah now there's two other things i must forget one of them that's really important so hopefully it'll come back to me but one of the other things that i think is absolutely critical is some kind of accountability because mm. myself and yourself are at the stage yeah. because of our obsession and i think we're very lucky that we do this as a day job yeah. which makes it it's what i always remember it's always on the on the on the, on the it's always on our mindset it's yeah. always what we do it's what we do every day 
But for other people, it's not what they do and they've other, other things in their lives yes, that are going course, on. Yeah. So I think accountability, if you haven't got that self-accountability, some kind of external accountability, whether it's a life coach, therapist, a friend, like self yep. an accountability partner. And what I've found, like what, what, what I've done with, with clients in the past is I set up this Google Drive doc and we put in right the habits, let's say it's exercise, let's say it's breath work, let's say the, the habits we want to remove, let's say it's eating junk yep. food, let's say it's a conflict with a partner, starting conflict with a partner, right? These are the things that we want to move. So we track these habits. So every day we'll put in whether they happen, sometimes you will rate and scale of how bad it was on a scale yeah. of one to 10 and we track it. Because what I find is what gets measured gets managed because we yes. think we know what we're doing. Yeah. And we start tracking that stuff with someone else's eyes on that as well all of a sudden it brings it into a whole new realm and you're nearly like, let's say you're, you're going to go to gym. Will I go to gym after work? Uh, will I go to gym after work because I'm meeting my friends? Oh, I'm going to let them down. Yeah. So you do something for other yeah. people. So that accountability, whether it's an accountability partner or you're paying someone to do that is absolutely critical. And for, for some people, yeah. uh, if, if they, to get to that next level, it's and it definitely, and then let it stick after that when it comes yes. what you do. Because yeah, yeah. what, what you just said there, like that's what you want at the end of the day. It just becomes what you do. Yeah. Like brushing your teeth and getting yes. dressed in the morning. But the other thing that I thought, the thing I forgot that's started coming back to me is, what are they, we often think of what we have to do but what do we have to not do? What do we have to remove to get those things done? What is the things that's stopping us from doing that? So if you're trying to get into this perfect routine, but you have three young toddlers, well, that's going to be bloody impossible. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like next to near impossible. So what can you actually do to remove the, the, the and for some people, they, they mightn't be just in a position to do that depend on the situation so there's something you can do but it, let's say it's it's you're waking up with chronic anxiety well and and it's, you're setting up the day that, that your day has been set up from that baseline anxiety mm -hmm. well you might have to remove the anxiety or, or work on that first or just even smaller things like um, barriers what other barriers to success let's say you're in a toxic relationship mm. well maybe that's the barrier to success you need to get into a different relationship or cut that off or you've got friends that that go drinking and you end up going drinking with them because you're just sort of f follow the crowd kind of a person well maybe you need new friends mm. like there's sort of big steps that you might have to take but what are the barriers to your success what are the things getting in your way yeah. so that could be critical to look, yeah. look at it from that perspective and what about adding <laughs> meaning to it well, Victor Frankl, I know you're a big fan as well. He he believes the search for meaning is everything. And I think that is whether it's meaning, purpose, yeah. your why, those yeah. intrinsic motivators, I think they're critical. Yeah. And it's like if you are like exercising to get into a certain size uh, clothes so you can look deadly on the holiday. It's very, it's, it's, it's oh, I'm not going to say it's shallow, but it's like, it's extrinsic motivation. Yeah. It's the, the, what people will think about you from the outside and it's probably just for the summer. So that's not really good. But if you're down it to feel healthy, to feel yeah. light, to feel energized, so you can give more to your relationships. Mm -hmm. Well, that's a bloody good purposeful, meaningful reason to get yeah. fit and healthy. So I think the meaning, I'd love to yeah. hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, I, I Exactly what you're saying there. I think the 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 lack of meaning. If it's um like a short term goal, yeah, like I just want to, you know, look a certain way for a certain point of time, that'll get you to a to a point, but it's probably not sustainable. Yeah, you know? and that kind of sense of meaning, as you said, if and not everything has to be super meaningful, but if if you want to, something to be sustainable, you kind of ha it has to mean something to you, you know. And I think 
I think examining that and trying to figure that out is probably one of the most difficult parts. Of it. <laughs> it really, it really is. I, I do a bit of work around this um, at a corporate level. Actually, it's one of the modules in my course. It's like finding your purpose, your true yes. north, you know. And it's like there's, there's a couple of great ways of this. Like um, w- one of the big things is, I mean, we'll touch on this in a second, but it's your values. What, what, what's important to you? If you're interested in learning more about my work, you'll find me at Breathe with niall.com breathewithneil.com and breathewithneil on Instagram too if you're interested in my work you can find me at brianpenny.com that's p-e-n-n-i-e brianpenny.com and on Instagram under brianpenny78 that's it epic talk to you later (laughs) (laughs) nice and easy I love that I love that